This is Podco Media Networks. Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. Each week, we'll be talking with real people with real stories about things they have not said or done or have said or done in their workplace that required bravery. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Everts, and I am the president and founder of Excellius Leadership Development. And welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast designed to help listeners say the next thing that needs to be said or do the next thing that needs to be done in the workplace. As you have been listening to these podcasts, you have heard and listened to people tell great stories about how they have shown bravery, some in very large and enterprise type ways and others in smaller, more intimate ways, but each of them required bravery in order to make progress. On our last podcast, we heard a great story that also reminded us that sometimes bravery is very external and it's something lots of people see that you do. And sometimes it's very private and personal and internal. It may not be something anybody knows that you did, but you did something that required bravery and you feel really great about it. So as these podcasts unfold, we're hearing more and more stories and understanding really the complexity that exists around bravery in the workplace. And I'm really excited to welcome our podcast guest for this week. He's the CEO of both MedPoint and the Crumpton Group, a public speaking and executive coaching firm based in Charleston, South Carolina. And he's also the author of a new book, The Jagged Journey. His name is Chuck Crumpton. Hello, Chuck. Hello, Ed. Good to be with you today. Terrific. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Looking forward to this. Chuck, tell us a little bit about what you do, both at MedPoint and the Crumpton Group. Ed, I was very privileged 20 years ago to start MedPoint. I had come out of a technology background after college and for almost 20 years enjoyed a good career in technology until the whole dot-com industry blew up in the late 1990s. I remember that well. Oh my gosh, it was uh it was just you know incredible, a lot of carnage, a lot of people lost their, you know, careers and livelihood and I was uh at the time rising up through the ranks of a Fortune 15 company doing very well and the whole industry just blew up. And I was forced with a decision after my very nice career and job was being moved from Charlotte to Atlanta. And I knew it was just not the opportunity and the right timing for me and my young family. Unfortunately, or fortunately, had to make some very difficult decisions. I had a wife at the time that was a stay-at-home mom, two children that really wanted to eat, and just had to make some difficult decisions. And finally, ultimately walked away from that job transfer to Atlanta, you know, to start my own business. And starting MedPoint 20 years ago really was the culmination of doing a lot of different research on a lot of different industries from, you know, the financial to legal. And I landed on healthcare because I felt like healthcare was the most resilient industry and would provide me an opportunity to take care of my family and to continue my career. I didn't realize at the time uh, that healthcare is like an elephant. You really can only bite off one little piece at the time. But, you know, I was very fortunate, very blessed to meet some key people at the right time early in my healthcare career. And it's really been a phenomenal story now for 20 years. 
We just finished 2019, our best year ever, and uh, we're looking forward to, to 2020. That's great. That's great. It's been quite a journey. And how about the Crumpton Group? The Crumpton Group is really embryonic. It, it came about about two years ago. You know, as MedPoint grew and we added people and infrastructure and a lot of support and really a lot of senior leadership to the 150 people that we have around the world, it afforded me the opportunity and I might say the luxury of really giving back in creating the Crumpton Group. It's really designed as a public speaking firm with a little bit of executive coaching. It was built two years ago to be able to reach organizations and teams and really share a message of hope and encouragement and overcoming to create a cultural change and to really provide leadership development and really just move the needle in corporate America. That's great. That's great. So look, as the CEO of MedPoint and I'm sure the key provider at the Crumpton Group, and as well as your book, The Jagged Journey, you have had lots of experiences with bravery. When you think about bravery in the workplace, Chuck, you know, what kind of words or phrases do you think of or feel when you think about bravery? Ed, for me, bravery means getting outside of your comfort zone. It means looking at something, and and I go back as I hear that question, as I understand that question, you know, I go back to 20 years ago when, when I started MedPoint, you know, I left the 50th floor office in downtown Charlotte. My office overlooked the Panther Stadium. I didn't know there were any 50 floor buildings in Charlotte. <laughs> Actually, at the time, in, <laughs> in, uh, in the late 1990s, it, it was the, by far the tallest building in Charlotte. But many days I could look down on the fog, very beautiful office and a great opportunity. But I left that to start MetPoint in the tool shed of my garage. And I went from the executive suite to the dust ball filled with rakes <laughs> and shovels and hose. And I can remember that first day like it was yesterday because I was so far outside of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the covered parking. I didn't have the unlimited T&E budget. I painted the tool shed to make it look larger. It was six by nine very spacious, of course, (laughs) and, uh, you know, very much out of my comfort zone. So when I think of bravery in the workplace, I think of people doing something they're just not comfortable with and facing the fear of either improving or building or just doing something they may not want to do, but they feel compelled to do. But getting outside of that comfort zone and just facing it head on. Yeah, what sounds like a fantastic, at least visual, right, of Mm. having an office on the 50th floor of, I'm sure, a beautiful office building. And then suddenly, and maybe even unexpectedly, you're in your tool shed painting it just to make it look larger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, quite the story. Early days, very humble beginning. And interesting enough, possibly as a sidebar, We've really tried to maintain those values from, you know, life out of the tool shed. We escaped the tool shed many years ago, but (laughs) we wanted to make sure we brought those values from day one out of the tool shed 
to our clients, to our employees. But there were some uh, very challenging days in the beginning, as you can imagine. Oh, I uh, I can imagine as a business owner myself, many, many challenging days. So as you think back, Chuck, on some of those challenging days, whether it's at MedPoint or the Crumpton Group, what's an example or what's a story that you'd love to share about bravery that you have shown or just demonstrated in the workplace? Thank you, Ed. I can tell you this. 20 years ago, as a maybe superstar, I'm not sure if that's probably way too a strong of a term, but you know, every job was better and every house was bigger and every car was nicer or whatever. And I remember distinctly seven years ago, and this is 13 years into the building of MedPoint, we had gotten to a point in our development, in our growth cycle, that I had to be more vulnerable. I had started the company, as I just said, in the tool shed. There were days that I'd just didn't know if the company would survive. And probably every entrepreneur in America can say the same thing. But I had too much on the line. I had too much at stake. I had to feed my family. I had a large mortgage. We had just built a house. I mean, it was a lot of financial responsibility. Mm. So I had to make it work. So I worked my tail off all those years to create an opportunity where a company would be successful and we would grow and we would put ourselves in a position to just have sustainability and success. But there was a point, and it happened seven years ago, and it was very much an aha moment where I had held everything very close to vest. I'd been with all of our financials and all of our client data, all the real sensitive information I'd held that very, very close. And as I was building the team at MedPoint, there was a point that happened seven years ago where I had to bring people in to some of that most sensitive data and to bring them in to helping me run the business from a financial standpoint. That was very, very hard for me. I was raised with incredible work ethic from my father. I was raised to build and, you know, the old adage, if it's to be, it's up to me. And I had to get to a point, and it happened seven years ago, where I was really, I was forced from a professional standpoint, from a growth standpoint, to really let other people in on my most confidential and most sensitive data. A lot of things came out of that as difficult as it was. And I remember, I remember some of those early meetings seven years ago with my senior team, where for the first time outside of my CPA and, you know, accounting firm, I actually shared where we were, you know, from a financial standpoint, you know, our sensitive areas of potential risk and, you know, just a lot of items like that. I felt very reticent to share you know, in the early days of building MedPoint, because again, if it was to be, it was up to me, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to drop the wall and to really be vulnerable, which meant I shared the successes of the, the building of MedPoint, but also had to share those sensitive areas, those potential landmines. And Again, very difficult for me and my personality 
to really open up and become transparent and become vulnerable. But I can tell you that was one of the best days of my life, having those really tough discussions and conversations to just be vulnerable and to be transparent with people on my team. And a lot of things came out of that decision. A lot of really good things came out of that decision. So two things I heard, Chuck, and one I want to go back to, which is your thoughts on why it is so hard for us to share information that we have known ourselves Mm. and no one else has known. And then we find ourselves in the position to have to share it because it's either due to business growth or confidentiality or, you know, just looking for help from people and having to share it. This is a common experience that so many of our listeners have that at some point you have to pull the trigger and start sharing stuff that up to that point only you knew. And I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts or ideas on, on why we find that so hard. Well, I think for a lot of people, and you know, I'm a, I guess by DNA, I'm a classic entrepreneur. I like to build things and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of go where, as maybe the old Star Trek commercial says, go where no man has ever been before, or whatever. <laughs> but with that comes a lot of trepidation and fear. And I think the fear held me back, you know, seven years ago, 13 years into building MedPoint. That was way too long. I should have gone through that exercise and the dropping of that wall. I should have probably, you know, have done that much earlier, maybe maybe seven or eight years into the business. Mm-hmm. I was probably five years too late, which looking back, it probably stunted our growth. I think ultimately it's fear, but I think, and I will take that comment just one step further. You know, seven years ago at MedPoint, and we had become, at that point, we'd become a multi, multi multi-million dollar operation, and I was forced to. I didn't have a choice. I couldn't continue to make all the decisions and, you know, carry all the weight. And, And frankly, looking back, again, I should have done it earlier, but I surrounded myself with people that were brighter, smarter than I was, and, you know, they have taken a successful company and they've taken it further. <laughs> what I did seven years ago, I really should have done at least 10 years or more ago. Right, right. And the second thing that I heard in your story, and I just want to see if you can expand on it just briefly, which is this feeling that at the time we do something brave, it feels horrible, but upon reflection, and it could be days later or even years later, mm. it felt in hindsight, as the best thing that Mm. ever happened Mm. or was the best decision you ever made, right? So you go from, you know, it's like yin-yang. It's their opposites. The moment you do it, it's terrible. But upon reflection, it felt great. Is that what you experienced? Oh, my gosh. I remember distinctly that first meeting where I'll call it the moment of truth, where, you know, I sat down and, and basically opened not only the books, because the the finances, you know, is one component of running a business. But I opened the books with client data and, again, potential landmines and where we can win and where we could possibly lose. And I remember the fear of that meeting. And I remember the regret of the night after, the day after 
oh my gosh, did I do the right thing? Did I make the right decision? I've held all of this data, all of this information, all of my secrets, you know, of building a business. I've held it inside. Did I make the right decision in being vulnerable and being transparent? Right, right. So Chuck, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. I think for our listeners who are entrepreneurial and have their own businesses or practices, this idea of showing bravery at times of growth is extremely meaningful. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And Chuck, if anybody would like to reach out to you to learn more about some of the choices you've made and decisions you've made or learn more about MedPoint or the Crumpton Group, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, thank you, Ed. The best way to reach me is Chuck Crumpton, C-R-U-M-P-T-O-N.com. Of course, MedPoint.com is our website for MedPoint. My email is win at chuckcrumpton.com. And the phone number to the Crumpton Group is 800-200-9292. Fantastic. Chuck, thanks again for your time today. Thank you, Ed. Great talking with you. Terrific. Okay, listeners, thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. I hope you learned a lot about some of the decisions and bravery that it takes in order to make important business decisions. And we hope that you turn in next time. Have a great week.